subscribe to the many worlds theory which posits the existence of an infinite number of Sheldons and an infinite number of universes, I assure you that none of them am I dancing. Are you fun in any of them? The math would suggest that in a few I'm a clown made of candy. But I don't dance. All right, want some French toast? It's oatmeal day. I tell you what, next French toast day I will make you oatmeal. Dear Lord, are you still going to be here on French Toast Day? <laughs> Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the Earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery, it all started with a big bang. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. And we're your hosts, Big Bang Theory super fans, married couple Kat. And Paul. Who just love to talk about all things Big Bang and are so delighted that you're here to join us for the conversation. Absolutely. Now, I did actually check to see if we'd had any replies from last week, which uh -huh. the question was, do bugs creep you out? Absolutely. Nobody answered me, which means that you all love bugs. Well done, okay. everybody, because nobody replied. That's very, dep that's very depressing. We've got such a great community out there and nobody responded to my question. Do bugs creep you out? So there we go. No, maybe they were creeped out by the question. Maybe that's probably that's probably it. Now this <laughs> week we are doing season three, episode three, the Gothelwitz deviation. Dun, dun, dun. What did you think of this episode? Um, it's not my favorite, but it does have some fun moments. It yeah, it does have some fun moments. It has um a very annoying girl in there. Maybe with, it's not with no her reason for her to be like that. Yeah, I mean it it obviously wasn't her fault because they the screenwriter or the scriptwriters really didn't give her a whole lot to do, but she became. It, when when she finally says the last line when she, when she's all done with the scene, it's almost like thank God she's gone. It's, it it she almost has that downer. feeling like either somebody um, lost a bet and had to give her a role with lines, yeah, or she's somebody's you know cousin or girlfriend or something. Yeah, I mean she played the part well, and she was definitely memorable. But yeah, but there was just no point to her character to, I mean, to why it. she was the way she was. I mean, I was looking, I was going through, um, and I should have actually had, yeah, here we go. So I was going to go, I was going through the cast just to see exactly if anyone's done anything more than, you know, like if she, if she'd done something and she actually has done um, three things and I should have actually had this all up, but yes, I, you should have, I, why didn't actually, you? I don't, you had time. Oh, here we go. Okay. So um, her name was actually Sarah Bueller. Um, and she is actually Bueller, Bueller, B-E-B-U-E-H-L-E-R. She's actually best known for the Big Bang Theory 2007, Two Broke Girls in 2011, and The Blue Car in 2002. Oh, I didn't know she was in Two Broke Girls. That was actually a cute little show. Yeah. She, I mean, she's done, um, she's only done three things. Okay. But she has, she, yeah, she was in Two Broke Girls, Big Bang Theory, and The Blue Car. Um. So well, let's I mean, talk about the Gothelwitz deviation. Well, actually, no, I I do apologize. No, she's done more than that. She's done 28 things, but it's only one episode 
or two episodes. She's not like an yeah. on recurring yeah. um, thing. So I do apologize. Yeah, she has actually done more than that. But this one, unfortunately, she's known for the Big Bang Theory. But unfortunately, this one, yeah, the, the storyline, the story, the way that she's portrayed really becomes quite annoying after a while. And, yeah. and there's if just anyone, no point to it. No, but let's get into this, it so right. we can then talk about how she's annoying. Okay, so the um, episode opens up where we're watching um, Penny and she is dancing around to Shania Twain making French toast in the kitchen. I have to say that's one of my favorite, man, <laughs> I feel like a woman is one of my favorite Shania Twain songs. Uh, I actually did that at karaoke one night. So she, oh, well, I can imagine you doing it, sweetheart. I had fun doing that. I can imagine. Not that but you she, ever want to hear me sing, but I did. Oh, yeah. I We do karaoke and we're awesome at it. Yes, but nobody else has to listen to it. Well, I listen to it when you do. You have carry... a nice voice. I don't. You have a lovely voice. So she's singing and dancing away. And I actually said to to Kat a little while ago, I said, hang on a minute. And I, it was only because I was, I was getting the picture because I always always put a picture up for our um, podcast. So if you listen to it on Spotify, you'll always see a little picture. And I said, hang on a minute. There is something in the opening scene that we for completely forgot to, to touch on. Now, as Kat has said many times, she's got a very big Big Bang collection, and I've given her these credit card-sized um, swatch pieces. Of, of pieces of costume from the cast. Yeah. And when you see Sheldon, and if anyone wants to go and watch this, it's, it's season three, episode three. As he walks out of the bedroom, he's wearing a blue bathrobe. That is the one that Kat has got. I have a piece of that very bathrobe. So he is walking out in that bathrobe to talk to to Penny and to Leonard in this scene. So now, and b- before we move on from there, I have a really fun piece of trivia okay. for this opening sequence. Yep. So the dance that Penny is doing while making French toast is the exact same dance done by the character Ginger in the Terminator from 1984. Okay. Even to the degree that her hair is up and she is wearing her man's shirt and nothing else. We presume that Penny is happy about having had satisfying sex with her man, which is the same reason that Ginger was dancing in the Terminator. The second part, remember her roommate. Yeah, I remember. I, I'm I'm playing the, the scene over in my head. I can't remember Ginger dancing like that. The second, yeah, because remember, she the guy was asleep in bed and she and had she her headphones wa- on. Yeah, she walked out to, but I don't remember her dancing like that. Yes. The okay. second part of the reference to Terminator is that someone then enters the room and interrupts her. Although it is not a Terminator, it is Sheldon. Which is more terrifying than a Terminator. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. No. Sometimes it can be Terminators. sometimes it can be scarier than than Sheldon Terminator. won't kill you. Like, well, I don't know. He he'll he'll kill you to he'll bore you to death. <laughs> so of course he oh. is oh yeah, sorry. Well, I was gonna say because then Penny asks Sheldon to dance with her. And he goes, uh and no. There's a and he says that in you know the math would suggest she's like, oh well, you know, in the infinite number of universes that the math would suggest I'm, you know, she's like, are you fun in any of them in any of these alternate universes? And he's like, well, there are some that would suggest that I'm a clown made of candy, <laughs> but I don't dance, but I, but in, none, in, in none in of none them, of them I do dancing. I dance <laughs> now. And I thought of this when we, when we were watching it, that Sheldon yeah. refuses Penny's request to dance with her saying that in all the infinite number of universes, he does not dance. However, there are two episodes the agreement dissection um, episode 
or season four, episode 21, he states he learned to ballroom dance growing up in Texas. And later he and Amy are ballroom dancing. So there was the one where he went out with the guys. He went, sorry, he went out with the girls. No, he, he went dancing. out with the guy. No, he went out with the guys. And um, Howard was saying that the teacher had her eye on Raj. And he says, I've been there. You're, you're, you're in for yes. a treat. Yes, I apologize. And they, yes. were, do they were doing that. They were taking right. the class. And then there's the time that he goes out with the girls and goes dancing with them. And he, and he was dancing with Amy. And this is, yes, and that exactly. was the night that. So, it, so that is incorrect. Sheldon does dance. Yeah, he just and that, doesn't like it. And that was the, and that was also the night when he goes out with the girls that Penny is, uh, has the Japanese businessman coming onto her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, of course, you know, Leonard comes out and, and the, the whole thing about this scene is that all Sheldon wants is oatmeal. It's a Monday. It's oatmeal day. Now, obviously, there is a there is a time during the week that there is French toast day. Which I think is Thursdays. Thursday. And, of course, then Penny says to him, well, hang on a minute. If you have if you have French toast now on French toast day, I'll make you oatmeal. And he goes, oh, oh dear my... God, you're going to be here on French toast day. <laughs> and of course, we'll this will be here. Yeah. And this because this is when Leonard comes out and, and he says, uh, look, Leonard, Penny's made French toast. And he goes, yep, sorry, I didn't. I haven't given her your your schedule right now. Well, it's and an he... iCal download. You can easily put it in her phone. And so he does say, you know, and anyway, I thought you guys were going to be having your conjugal visits in her apartment. And he goes, yeah, well, there were some extenuating circumstances with that because her bed just, um, it broke. Well, I don't <laughs> understand that because it's sturdily made. And even with the additional weight of a, of a regular sized human being, it would still be fine, let alone a homunculus like you. And he goes, and he, and she goes, humunculus. And let it go. A perfectly formed, miniature small human, human being. Miniature human being. And she goes, oh, you're my little homunculus. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> and of course, you know, so she's made French toast for everyone. And she's like, okay, who wants syrup and who wants cinnamon? And Sheldon goes, well, I want oatmeal. And Penny comes back with, well, yeah, I want a boyfriend whose roommate isn't a giant pain in the ass. And he comes back. And it took me a little while to get this one where he comes back with, I'm sure that will happen soon enough, but I will still want oatmeal. Now, I thought, hang on a minute. If he's, if she's with Leonard, then the pain in the ass is not going away anywhere so anyway soon. But it's the fact that there's a good chance that Leonard and Penny are going to break up. And then she'll find another guy who might have a, a roommate who isn't a giant pain in the ass. So he's, so Leonard, Sheldon's already preempting that this was going to happen. Yeah. That he's, he's already assuming that this is going to happen down the, you know, down the track. And of course, this is when she, you know, Penny gives up and she says, okay, you, you know, Leonard, you deal with him because he's impossible. And well, she no, I'm not impossible. I'm here. I exist. I think what the word you were looking for is I'm improbable. Exactly. And she just rolls her eyes, shakes her head and walks away. Yeah. But um, so and this is one of the the this is the one of the quirks that Sheldon has that he, you know, Leonard has gone off with Penny to the bedroom because they're going to have breakfast in bed. And Sheldon picks up the plate of I think it was about three of it was a three. There was three um, slices, three slices left. And he walks over and he's like, oh, wow, yeah, that does really smell good. Too bad it's oatmeal day. And he opens up the bin and he dumps them in there. Yep. And I don't know they how many times. Put in, they could have been put in the fridge and re we warmed up later. Yeah. But I don't know how many times I've ever watched that that scene. But I always sit there with my mouth open like, how could you do that, Sheldon? Like, you know, that could have even. Because Penny walked. See, okay. Penny Somebody walked, might have wanted seconds. Yeah. And Penny walks away with a cup of coffee. Now, Leonard has got his slices on his plate. So. 
you know, maybe Penny was putting the the coffee, the coffee cup on the side of the bed, was coming back to get that. Yeah. And oh, they're in the bin if you want them, Penny. Yeah. It was like really? But that showed. But then again, that showed them through and through. If yep. it's not within the realms of his life, if it's not, a, if it's not what he, he, not his or what he wants, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow, he's still like my ex-husband and my ex-wife. Okay, moving on. So. <laughs> So, yeah, Sheldon is really trying to fit in with a new Leonard Penny dynamic. Um, but they do, it, they, you ever hear a conversation, you see conversations going on with the night manager of the Cheesecake Factory and his wife of being replaced by people of the opposite names. So, well, it's, okay. It, it actually is rather amusing. This is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That the waitress is named Kim and her husband's name is Sandy. And they replace her with a woman named Sandy whose husband's name is Kim. Yeah. I mean, that's the chances really of that are fairly astronomical. That is, yeah. So it's like, wow, that's. And then, of course, you know, she goes, what, are, you know, what are the odds? Right. And of course, Sheldon comes back with, well, let's see. And he starts to starts to divulge the, the whole thing of like, okay, okay calculate well, it out, calculate it out. And, and of course, Leonard's like, oh, what, what do we just say? It was, it's a coincidence, Sheldon. It's, it's an it amazing coincidence. And of course, Sheldon very sarcastically comes back with, oh, Penny, it's like the Cheesecake Factory is run by witches. And she goes, oh, Sheldon, it's like I won't punch you. It's like you think I won't punch you. <laughs> oh, my God. So th then it's really nice because then, you know, because they've finished having dinner in the in the apartment. And Penny says to Sheldon, you know, are you finished with your plate? And he goes, oh, that's really nice of you. Here. Have a chocolate. Well, well, first they were talking. They were we were they were watching something, and she's trying to figure out what it is. No, that's later. Are you sure? Yes, this is the oh. first time that he gives her a chocolate because she is taking the plates into the kitchen yeah. and says, "Have you finished with your plate?" And he goes, "Oh, that's really nice of you. Here, have a chocolate." And she goes, "Thank you." And and of course, this is when Leonard like looks as if to say, "Hmm, okay. all right, what are you doing?" Then, of course, while Penny is in the kitchen and the boys are sitting on on the couch. In comes Howard and Raj. Yeah. And what is it that Howard and Raj are doing right now? I hate it when you set me up like that. I'm not setting you up. It makes it sound like you're throwing me a bone. I'm not throwing you a bone. What do you? What oh, are and what are we doing now? Anyway, um, so I actually love Howard's jacket. I absolutely love his jacket. And, and I he, would wear he, that for such a short. A man of such diminutive stature, he pulls it off well. Yeah, I because love his normally jacket. really long jackets like that do not look good on short people. No, I I am testament to that. You look um, good in your but, in your long jacket, huh? You look good in your long green jacket that that you had in the states. No, not not that kind of jacket. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you should really that's my Cossack coat. Oh. Um. So anyway, the the boys are going getting ready to go out to a goth nightclub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Howard has um, found these nylon sleeves that make it look like he's he and Raj have tattoos on. Yeah. Now, I have tattoo a couple sleeves. of, interestingly, I have a couple of trivias about this. Mm -hmm. The fake tattoo sleeves, as described by Howard, are actually genuine products, not just the commonly known term for arm length real tattoos. How, the sleeves. Mm -hmm. Howard and Raj are wearing a version described as realistic nylon mesh tattoo sleeves used in the movie and television industry. And they're of a similar nature to women's stockings. Yeah. So I'm assuming you can buy them in like different colors to match skin tones. Mm -hmm. 
Now, the other thing is interesting is Howard re- reveals to the group that his tattoo, when he um, reveals to the group that his tattoos are only dyed sleeves, he points to the benefit of still being allowed burial in a Jewish cemetery. This is actually erroneous because it implies that if he that he would not be allowed if he had real tattoos. Although it's considered a sin, tattoos do not prohibit burial in a Jewish cemetery according to Jewish law, and it's actually a very common misconception. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought there was, I thought there really was something about that, that you weren't allowed to be buried if you've nope. got a tattoo. Okay. Nope. Now, just, just while you were talking, I just happened to go onto eBay and mm-hmm. the tattoo sleeves are available from $2.54 up to about $11. Oh, that's cool. And they are yeah. actually real. We should get them for Halloween. If you want to have, if you want to have tattoo sleeves, that's fine. I could, but, I could be like a naughty girl for Halloween. Okay. But there are so Many there. There's an enormous variety of tattoo sleeves. Cool. So yeah, they start at. Oh, sorry, I just actually found one that goes up to twenty three dollars. But okay, uh, okay. oh, that's a big arm sleeve tattoo. But yeah, so there's a whole lot of tattoo sleeves you can buy. So they are actually real. So cool. I do like it how um you know they do come in with the tattoos, and of course they're saying that they're going out to to hang with the night people. Night people. And it's like oh my god, and um it, yeah, and of course he does. Howard does say, you know, I've got an extra pair if you guys want to tag along. And this is when Penny goes, uh, no. No, before that, Sheldon is like, oh, I've always wanted to go to a goth night. Oh, that's right. And he goes, and Howard goes, really? And he goes, zinga. Zinga. Well, you just never see my jokes coming, do you? (laughs) And gets up and and walks into his room. And of course he does. And of course, as I said, you know, Penny does say, no, we're not, we're not interested. And of course this is when Howard goes, oh, so is the missus talking for the relationship now? And And Raj whispers in his ear and he's like, yes, she is pushy. He is whipped. whipped. And no, that's that's not not the the expression. That's not the expression. (laughs) And then Leonard is like uh, kind of rolling his eyes going, oh, great. But in this case, yes, she is for both of us. Exactly right. And he goes, oh, okay. And he goes, well, um, Okay, Raj, let's go. I want to go and get some more eyeliner. I want to stop Walgreens. by Walgreens and pick up some more eyeliner. And of course, I love how Leonard goes. You know, those those guys are going to get beaten up at that club. And Penny goes, they're going to they're going to get beaten up at Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> because he and of course, when they do, when he does say, "I've got an extra set," they they do ask him, "Why have you got an extra set?" And he goes, "Well, if if I'm having hot sex with some chick and I I get managed to snag it on a nipple ring, it's like, oh my god, really." Well, he's so, not wrong. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, but yeah. So we do see that we are now at the nightclub and Raj and Howard are trying to blend in. And of course, this is where, you know, Raj is drinking light beer. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But of course, he goes, well, you know, it's better than vodka and cranberry. He's juice. like, well, what's so special about a vodka and cranberry? And Howard's like, it looks like blood. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, I mean, this is, see, and this is the thing is they're at a goth club, not a vamp club. Exactly. They're not at a vampire club. Now, I used to work at a at a gothic nightclub many, many moons ago. And everybody I, wasn't trying to be vampires, were they? They were not. Yeah. No, they were just gothics. Um, they we we had industrial music, which actually didn't mind too much. Um, there was a guy that used to come to the nightclub that had three girlfriends, and he would he was dressed very much similar as a vampire, and he would go downstairs into what we used to call the dungeon, and the girls would basically look after his every needs, cigarettes, you know, alcohol stuff like that throughout the night. Um, and he was really nice to talk to, you know. Um, but he made it very clear that. The three girls were his unless he farmed them out to a guy. Unless he chose to share them. Yeah. 
Um, but they, but there was no, I mean, everyone just drank regular alcohol. There was no vodka and cranberry juice. There was no blood in anything. It was I just drink normal. I drank the vodka cranberry. You drink vodka and cranberry. Oh, everyone, there is, there is the hidden secret of cat. We've unlocked the cheat code. She is actually gothic. I am not. Oh, uh, actually, actually, I can see where that argument would have been made at one point in my life when I was working in theater and 98% of my wardrobe was black. Right. Yeah, I could see that. And and also for the fact now that she works from home, everyone, so she's always in our dungeon and she doesn't go out during the daytime. So she's goth and she's a vampire. Would all the undead people come out and about? (laughs) (laughs) This is why people tune in to listen to us because we are just so awesome. I'm 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 going to start getting some really weird fan mail now. (laughs) Thanks a lot, honey. We we need we need some fan mail. Come on, fan mail, everyone. (laughs) Email us. Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. Tell us how awesome we are. We need to know. <laughs> so we see that um, Howard does say to Raj, didn't you get the wiki link about how to be goth? And he goes, well, yeah, I'm, but I'm I'm sort of in a John Grisham phase right now. So I didn't and have it, time to read it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of behind on my wiki readings. Like, oh, my God. And, of course, there was two girls sitting next to them, just down from the bar, and they introduced themselves as Sarah and Bethany. Now, when Bethany introduces herself, because Raj actually says, can you pass the Chex Mix? And he goes, um, can we buy you girls a drink? And, of course, they sort of like look at each other. Oh, why not? Free drinks, whatever. And they say, you know, can, I have, can we have two light beers? And this is when, and Raj is like, well, Wiki, oh. how about that? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and she goes, oh, I am Bethany. And I, I'm Raj. I'm Howard. Yes, very nice to meet you. And then Sarah, sitting next to her, sitting next to Bethany, goes, "Oh, I'm Sarah. Not that anyone cares." Now, this is the beginning of the girl that you want to slap throughout yeah, that, this episode. I mean, how's that for a first impression? It's not. It's not attractive. It's not being mysterious or whatever. It's just, you know, Bethany said, "Oh, hi. My name is Bethany." Your next answer should have been, "Oh, and I'm Sarah." Or, or Bethany, and this is my friend Sarah. Yeah. But if but if Bethany didn't yeah. introduce herself, I mean, herself, you never you never know. Maybe she just broke up with her boyfriend, and Bethany was taking her out to try and cheer uh, her. Up or she is knows. just intolerable. She but really yeah, she is. is incredibly depressing. So now we go back to the apartment, and we are sitting on the on the sofa watching Oshiguru Demon okay. Samurai. Okay. Yep. All right. Go ahead. I'll talk about. It. Okay. Where is it? Um, it is okay. So he, they say he, they say that they're watching the anime. Oshikuru Demon Samurai, which is a reference to episode two, season two, episode 10 of Two and a Half Men, The Salmon Under My Sweater, of Two and a Half Men, in which Charlie and Jake collaborate on the theme song to the same show. Both series are created by Chuck Lorre, and the actual audio representing Oshikuru Demon Samurai was from an anime called Boogie Pop Phantom. Uh huh. I've only watched a handful of of anime in my entire life. I don't I've never get seen it. any of it. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, even even so, I mean, I went and bought a couple of DVDs and I ended up by giving it to my now ex friend because um, he was into it, so I gave it to him. But um, I I really couldn't get into it. I I had Akira and I and I watched that and I'm like, eh, I don't get it. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't I, I think me. it's one of those things that you're either really into or not. There's, the, it doesn't seem like there's a much of a middle ground on it. No, no, there isn't. It's, 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 it's just, it's very, very, yeah. I don't know. Um, 
So now we do hear that um, <laughs> she said, because Penny goes, what are we watching? And this is when the boys say it's Oshiguru Samurai. And he goes, oh, it's, I don't want, what is this cartoon? Yeah, and she's goes, like, what is not, this cartoon? And he's like, it's not a cartoon, it's, it's anime. anime. And she goes, oh, I knew a girl at school, anime Fletcher. And she says, you know, she she only had. She was one, born with one, one nostril. nostril. Then she had a really bad nose job and basically ended up with three. And I like, and I, and I like it how Sheldon looks at her and he goes, "You're here a lot now." And of course, the phone rings. And, and she's like, no, no. First, she's like, "Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, am I talking gonna, too much? Oh, okay, I'll zip, zip it. it." So he and gives she, her a chocolate. He goes, "Oh, there you go. Have a chocolate." And of course, then the phone rings, and it's it's Kim who's rung up, and she goes, "Oh." And she goes to start talking. She goes, oh, let me just take this in the hallway. And this is when Sheldon's like mouths the word chocolate. chocolate. And she goes, thank you. And they and she walks out. And then it's like, uh-huh. And Leonard finally catches on. He goes, oh, you're using chocolate as a positive reinforcement enforcement for what you consider to be correct behavior. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is when Sheldon goes, very good. Chocolate? Chocolate? <laughs> Now, Sheldon says that he is using operant conditioning with Penny based on the works of Thorndike and Skinner. While he correctly states that the chocolates are being used as positive reinforcement, which means giving someone something to increase the likelihood of the behavior happening again, he inaccurately describes mild electric shock as negative reinforcement, which is taking away something to increase the likelihood of the behavior. When according to Thorndike and Skinner's work, mild electric shocks would be positive punishment, giving something that would decrease the likelihood of the behavior ironically sheldon points out that people commonly make this error in um season eight episode five the focus attenuation thank you i was about to about to talk about that where they're talking watching ghostbusters yes because ghostbusters made a mistake on that one as well yep, exactly that is that is a very big mistake on ghostbusters so anyone that's ever seen ghostbusters where you see peter venkman doing the positive reinforcement when we first meet venkman yeah, yeah it's it's wrong it's a mistake Unfortunately. And, and and of course, this is also where, um, as they're talking, Sheldon quotes Shakespeare saying there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. In case you're trying to place it, it's Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 5. Okay. And it, 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 it comes down to the point that Sheldon has, convin- has convinced Leonard that by the end of the week, he'll have Penny basically jumping out of a pool through a hoop, ban- balancing a beach ball on her, on her nose. And Leonard's like, no, we are not going to do any of that. And of course, this is when Leonard, the Sheldon sitting next to Leonard and sprays him with a water bottle. Bad Leonard. Bad, bad Leonard. That's actually how you train cats to like <laughs> yeah, I, go where you don't want them. I don't, I've never done that one. No, you've so, never done a cat. So now, no, I haven't. I'm badly allergic, unfortunately. So no. um, as we do see that we're back at the club and we're still talking to Bethany and Sarah, and uh, it, it just comes down to the fact that they, it's just really, it becomes really boring sarah's yeah. like this is really boring and but before we get to there they're talking about what they do for a living and he goes oh and of course how it goes you know you know goth stuff goth music magazines goth, goth food, food. i like how sarah food? sarah goes goth food what is that and raj goes mm, black and salmon and this <laughs> is when sarah goes you know what this is really boring how about we just you know because because they also do ask what do you go girls do and and Bethany goes, well, I work at the Gap. And Sarah goes, well, I work there too. Not that well, no, anyone first, cares. First they, they said, no, we meant, what do you do for work? And they're like, oh, we're scientists of the dark sciences. That's right. What are the uh, dark sciences? Well, I'm an astrophysicist, which mostly takes place at night in the dark when the vampires are out. 
the vampires and the undead are out. And then yeah. they're like, oh, well, I work at the Gap. And they're like, oh, I love the Gap. I've been to the Gap. And Sarah's like, well, I've been there too. I, I work there too. too. Not that, Not anyone, that anyone cares. cares. <laughs> Which is ridiculous because it's like, come on, Sarah. Yeah. Hey, you know, try to contribute a little bit to the conversation rather than just sitting there going, oh, yeah. I hate life. I mean, look, there are gothic people that are so... I've 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 associated with them. I know them. There are some that basically walk around twenty four seven with a with a knife to their uh, throats because they're yep. so depressed about life. But come on, you know. Yep. It gets now, a little bit too much. While after we're while. talking about the girls, though, as as yep. you rightly remembered, yes. very well spotted, Molly Morgan, who plays Bethany, reappears in season eight, episode sixteen, "The Intimacy Acceleration," playing the hostess who leads Raj, Emily, Amy, and Leonard into the crystal maze-themed escape room. She does not appear to recognize Raj, so we assume that this is a different character. Yeah, because they yeah. do reuse actors. They do. Yeah, um, that's that's an interesting thing. I was actually listening to a podcast just just briefly talking about this. We were, that. Um, they were talking about um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And mm -hmm. in Mad Max 2, uh, The Road Warrior, you've got the guy called the Gyro Captain. Well, in part three, you've got the exact same character, but he, his name is Jebediah, and he actually uh, flies a plane. And in one scene, Max comes in, and he doesn't recognize this guy at all, except for that that he knew that Jebediah was one of the guys that ripped off his truck when he was in the desert. So it's, it's and a lot of people would look at, would watch Mad Max um the road warrior and part three and go why doesn't why doesn't he recognize him he was in part two yeah. but yeah this is a common thing so when i saw bethany in in that one in the, in the escape room it's like oh shit there she was well it was interesting um because i've been re-watching the entire um special um law and order special victims unit series yeah. and yes i have done it from episode one I just finished season 21 last night. And yes, it's taken me about four months to get there. Yeah. I was saying it's, I gave her the brand new season in December 25th, as in Christmas day. Yeah. And I was thought she was going to go straight in to watch it. No, she well, took I it all started the way to. I got about halfway through it. And then I was like, you know what? I just want to rewatch the entire series. So I go from December 25th to the 15th of April, 2023. That's yep. pretty good. So that just tells you I really need to get out more. It also helps that I'm actually very okay with my wife just sitting there and binge watching stuff. Oh, shush. Um, but anyway, the, the point that I've been trying to make is stop doing that. That's obscene. Would you like a chocolate? Hush. Um, the uh, um, point I was trying to make is that SVU reuses actors a lot. Um, Terry Serpico, who I have always had, had an affection for from Army Wives, I think he played about four or five different characters over the years. But the one that got me was if you're a Special Victims fan, um, around season 15, I think it was, you have the William Lewis story arc where he um, he's a really evil, vicious, sadistic person who um tortures his victims for like three or four days hmm. before he finally rapes and kills them and he kidnaps olivia and yeah, keeps her that. for like a week and, and and is traveling with her and torturing her and just being all making her watch him do his thing to other women and just it's just horrible um but about two or three seasons before that the same actor was on the show playing um the father trying to get his son back from his uh ex-wife 
and he's a really good guy. He's a really loving dad. And as soon as I heard that voice, I knew who he was. And I just, I, I just, I couldn't handle it because I know what an evil jerk he plays later on. Okay. So for a person that watches those sort of shows, as far as the recurring um, characters, but they play different roles, Mm -hmm. don't you find that confusing? No, because they're, I mean, and it's interesting because the, the person that they had playing Sonny Carisi, um, detective and eventual ADA, he started as a bit role, a bit one-off role in one episode. Hmm. And then they brought him back as Sonny Carisi. Same with the woman who plays um, no, Amanda no, Rollins. No, but- he played a socialite who was raped earlier in an earlier season and then they brought her back as, as a Amanda detective. Rollins. right okay okay yeah that's what i was trying to get to but it, it was... sometimes especially okay law and order is the murder she wrote of, of today yeah. which is the because it's the series that absolutely everybody is on at some point does everyone know what murder she wrote is of those of those of our younger listeners wouldn't even know what the hell we're talking about but okay, okay. we grew up with um, a, a uh, woman. the woman who played mrs potts on um be- on, on the disney film anim- animated disney film beauty and the beast uh angela lonsbury she back in the 80s had a show called murder she wrote which was about this um ret- woman who is a right she's a widowed writer mm-hmm. who lives in cabot cove maine and everywhere she goes, mysteries and murders happen that she solves because apparently the local law enforcement can't figure it out and they have to have Jessica there. But I personally would question that everywhere Jessica goes, a murder happens. I was going to say, Jessica Fletcher is one of those people that I could say that could be a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Very, but very it was weird. a great show, but it, but it was that, it, that and the love boat was the other one that oh, absolutely everybody who was boat. anybody had yeah. a, had a part on at some point. I love those, the love boat. Those, I really yeah. want to get the entire series of the love boat. I really do. I think but yeah, those, those two shows um, were like law and order where you're not truly an actor in Hollywood until you've had a, a bit part on that show. And then you've done, then you've done and it. And then you've done, yeah. It's like, and, and, and it's because it's, it's become the running joke that it's not really a big deal to say you have a, a credit for law and order because everybody's got that. Yeah. So now we're back at the apartment and we see that Penny is still on the phone and Leonard is wondering why she's so long with someone at the Cheesecake Factory. And of course, Sheldon still wants to do the positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement, which will be much faster. And so as we see, Penny comes in and she goes, oh, sorry, guys, that girl is, that girl that I was talking to is freaky. And because Leonard, uh, Sheldon goes, freaky. freaky. And she goes, yeah, freaky. And he goes, oh, okay. Have a chocolate. And she goes, Thank you. <laughs> and Leonard gives Sheldon the look. Yeah, because it's almost like that he is lowering her octave to, to Barry White. It's, it's well, just... well, and that's what there. He was like, "You sure you don't? Need, you want me to sand off the rough edges and get rid of that really annoying high pitched?" And thing? she's, and he's like, "No, I like the rough edges of Penny." So, but now we are seeing that we are back at uh, with what Howard and Raj are trying to do. And of course, as we see that the, now the girls have said, this is boring. Let's go somewhere fun. And where do we end up? We go through to a tattoo parlor. Now, remember that Raj and, and Howard both have tattoo sleeves. So they are not real. They are just. They've never had a tattoo. Never had a tattoo in their life. And of course, I like it how Raj is standing there with the because you see that Bethany is getting um some t- a touch up on her on her ink on her arm, 
And I like how Rose goes, are you happy? And how it goes, not not especially right now. No. And we see that you know, now it's basically it's Howard's turn to get a, a tattoo. And he's trying to figure out where would be the most, where's the place that there's no chance that anyone's going to be able to see it. And he decides it's going to go onto his butt. And of course, uh, and I like how Raj goes, seriously, you're going to really going to put a tattoo on your butt. And he goes, well, you're going yeah. to deface your body. Yeah. And he goes, well, yeah. In order to have sex with some random girl you just met in a bar. And Howard's idea is like, um, yeah, which is a yeah for everyone. And he goes, and it doesn't matter whether I have a tattoo on my butt because my, my mother takes my temperature orally now. So it's like, oh, God's sakes. So, you know, he goes, and of course, Bethany comes over and says, you know, what are you looking to get? And he goes through a couple of items, including a Kermit the Frog. Well, a, well, there, there, I forget what the first one was. The there second was one was the angry little skull and the, Kermit the Frog. And yeah. she's like, Kermit the Frog? I'm Kermit the Frog. I'm on Howard's butt. And she goes, get the get the mean little skull and I'll see if I can make him smile. And this is when Howard goes, I want the mean little skull, please. So now we do see that um, they're about to start off with the tattoo and he's laying there. Now, <laughs> he gets the alcohol wipe onto his butt and his, aunt's, his, his reaction is, oh, 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 oh. And he's like, it's the alcohol. He's like, yeah, but it was cold. Yeah. And then he, then the, the tattoo artist is going to put the stencil on him. And he goes, oh, 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 oh. And he goes, that's just the stencil. And he goes, oh. So what comes after that? And he goes, this. <laughs> and he goes, okay, no no tattoos, no 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 needles, no nothing. No pain. And, and of course, Bethany goes, well, you've done this already, right? So what are you complaining about? And he goes, no, no, it's tattoo sleeves. We've never been. And he been... pulls the sleeves down. Yeah, we're like, not yep, goth. You we're, know, frauds. We're, we're frauds. We're not, you know, we're just. You know, we're not into any of that. And we're just, we're just regular guys. You know, we're not goth guys. And I like how Bethany goes, oh, so you've been scamming us all along. And he goes, well, yeah, but, and how it goes, unless that makes us really a lot more attractive. Unless our, our blatant honesty makes us suddenly attractive. Yeah. And this is when Bethany goes, I'm leaving. And she walks out. And this is when Sarah stands there and he goes, she goes, I'm leaving too. Not that, Not anyone, that anyone cares. cares. And it's like, Sarah, just, just take, go. Just go. Or t and when you do leave, go to the drugstore and get some antidepressants. You're depressing me. She is so depressing. Yeah, there's just no reason for that character to be like that. No. It wasn't funny. It wasn't, you know. It, was just, it just became painful after a while. Yeah. So now we're back at the apartment and we're seeing that Sheldon's heading to bed. But he says to Leonard and Penny, that, please, you know, keep your amorous activities to a minimum tonight. And uh, so as, as he walks out, um, she says, okay, she agrees that she's, you know, I, I'll, I'll do that. And of course, this is when Sheldon goes, thank you. And throws him, throws her some chocolate into her mouth, which must've taken so many takes to get that right. You never in, know. They could have gotten lucky. In one shot. It's known to happen. Okay. Well, you see from basically he's, he's quarter of the he's way. He's standing the at the entrance to the hallway and she's sitting on the couch. So he's and probably he a good eight feet six to eight feet away and he throws her a chocolate which she catches in her mouth so that's yep. that's a pretty good i would I'm say surprised that we didn't hear the audience react to that oh you did hear you did hear him you know, oh, I applaud, but i think it would have taken a little i i'm guessing at least half a dozen times mm. um but we do see that uh this is when um penny says to leonard well you know my new bed arrived um yesterday today so if you want today... to come over and set it up we could sleep there tonight and he's like, uh, oh, it's late. No, it's it's, it's a, lot, it's of a lot of work. 
She goes, yeah, but we, we wouldn't have to be quiet. And he goes, okay, okay let's, let's go. go. <laughs> and she, and, and Shelda's like, interesting. Coitus is even more effective than positive Chocolate. reinforcement. I wonder if anyone else has figured this out yet. <laughs> so now we're watching poor old Raj and Howard and they're heading home. Raj is driving the car and they're attempting to make their story sound better of what they went through with Bethany and Sarah. Um, and you know, it's all okay. So, and they pick a story, which is that they went and got tattoos and that they found six girls and they went back. No, to no, their... no. They found two girls who had two friends. Two so friends. That's right. Four of them. And then they went back to their apartment and they went into a hot tub and Raj is like, well, we just had tattoos. So wouldn't we can be concerned about bacteria? And he goes, Bacterial oh, infections. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No, right. right. Okay. Forget, forget that. Forget that. He goes, but he said, regardless of all that, we had a menage with these hot goth girls. But I like how, how Raj says, how do they smell? And he goes, what? And he goes, well, it makes me, makes me, it makes it more real if I know how they smelt. And she, and he goes, oh, they smelled awesome. And he goes, oh yes, they did. Didn't they? So it really comes down to the fact they're trying to, you know, embellish what really happened. And of course you do see Raj and Howard just sit there and even though they're driving, they're just, you can see the depression start to come over their, their face. Like we really wish we would have had that experience. And this is when Howard goes to um, Raj, do you want to try a country bar next week? And, or tomorrow night, and he goes, "Yeah, we might get lucky with a couple of hot country girls, cowgirls, cowgirls." And like how Raj goes, "I wonder how they smell." <laughs> the screen goes black, and that is the end of this episode. Okay, sounds like uh, it's time for crazy credits. So we we thought that was a, a I, I I like I mean it was a it was a good episode, not great. If they omitted solid. if they omitted Sarah out of the equation, I know they needed better. Or, or if they had Bethany and another girl that was not depressing, that it would have been a lot, a lot more fun. Yeah, if, if, Sarah... if Bethany had been normal. Yeah, I mean not Bethany, uh, Sarah. If Sarah had been normal. Yeah. Then it would have actually made the whole story a lot more believable. Yeah, if they hadn't than... have been trying to make her funny, which it wasn't, it Bethany, would have been much better. Yeah, episode. Bethany was fine. They needed another character to offset Sarah's depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they needed a yeah. they needed a more upbeat person, but I, yeah. I I thought it was a great episode. You know, it was it was yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nicer if she had been more upbeat into it. And oh, hi, I'm Sarah. And you know? when they were leaving the tattoo parlor, going oh well, uh, okay, uh, okay, too. Yeah, but I don't really want to leave because I'm actually enjoying their company. Yeah. Just because Bethany believes that they got scammed. It wasn't, there wasn't the fact they were, I mean, they weren't scamming them to get them into bed. It was just that they were trying to be something. It was the fact they were just trying to be someone that they weren't. And that's Howard and Raj's MO for a long time until they start to find someone. Yeah. But right now they're trying so hard to be those, those two guys that they'll actually go with anything. So yeah, Howard would have gone along and he would have got a tattoo for the possibility of having sex with Bethany. But, yeah. you know, if you just needed, you just needed a character to play off the depression of, of Sarah. Well, you just needed not to have that depression. There's yeah. no reason yeah. Sarah, why yeah. like that. So what is All our right. crazy credits for the week? Crazy credits. Chuck Lorre Productions number 260. Fashion Trends. Dead is the new unambiguous. Bipolar is the new undecided. Heavily armed is the new born again. Bald is the new head and the new crotch. Harry is the new face. <laughs> Sheepishly admitting to having an STD is the new flirting. Purell is the new face of fear. Finding the time that's right for you is the new impotence. The smiley face emoticon is the new sincerely yours. 
Smoking is the new outdoorsy lifestyle. Looking forward to insanely expensive private schooling, $1,000 a week nannies, and soccer is the new yuppie birth control. Misinformed is the new patriotic. Veganism is the new tastes like chicken. Serotonin uptake inhibiting is the new crowd control. Texting is the new talking. Talking is the new singing. Singing is the new hubris. Gay marriage is the new be careful what you wish for. And finally, and only because I really need this to catch on, 57 years old is the new 45. <laughs> I hope so. And for those following along at home, we had uh, two times cooking at home was the only food in this episode. Yes, it was. And next week we're doing season three, episode four, The Pirate Solution. I can't remember that one, but I know I will like it. Yes, yes. And yeah. I don't think that that Ch Chuck Lorre fun facts, the STD is the new flirting. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't think anyone has ever gone to a to a bar or whatever and says, "Hey, how are you? You know, my name is such and such. I've got an STD." I don't think that's flirting. No, it's, I think... it's... yeah, <laughs> crazy credits sometimes. I'm just little... grateful not to be single anymore. Yep, me too. Please don't ever make me go back there. Unless I die, no. Take care of yourself, damn it. All right. On that note, because she's being, Ooh, she just gave me the finger. Everyone, <gasps> she's pointing at me. This is when you know that things are starting to get out of control. The goth people start pointing at you. Oh, honey, just be quiet and tell people what you're wearing. Oh, do you want to know what I'm wearing, everyone? <laughs> well, because it's a little bit cold in Adelaide today, I'm wearing my tracksuit pants. I'm wearing an awesome um, sweater that actually has a, a, an, it's a hoodie. a hoodie that says life is good on it. And I'm wearing a knitted hat that my wife made that I absolutely live in when it's wintertime. Except it was crocheted, not knitted. And, uh, there is I a difference. Well, because it's crocheted, it's knitted. I don't know. I just love it because it's <laughs> awesome. You just like it because I made it for you. With yes, love. I do. I, lo I love it because you made it for me. So. All right. Now, how can people find us? Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. Um, I'm trying to work out what question I'm going to put up. So what is the question of the week? Oh, God. I Have you ever drunk a vodka cranberry? Okay, yeah. Have you ever drunk a vodka cranberry? All right, we're going to go that one. Thank you for the for the save there. <laughs> I Have personally you... think it's really good with um, lime flavored vodka. Okay, a vodka cranberry. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. And I want answers, people. Don't let me. Don't, don't make me. Don't be come demanding, over or they'll stop listening. Don't make me come over there and slap you. Now, let's see. Try. Yeah, me too. Um, so seriously, folks, we are so grateful that you've stuck with us through the episode today. It's always a delight to have you here. And if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a like and a review, um, especially on Apple Podcasts, that, because that helps get us more seen and higher up in the returns when people search for The Big Bang Theory. If you like the podcast, please invite your friends to come for the conversation and please reach out and email us. We'd love to have you as a guest host one of these days on The Big Bang Theory, uh, PMS Perpetual Motion Squad Big Bang Theory fan podcast. So that's it for this week. I'm Kat. I'm Paul. And we will see you next time. And in the meantime, we'll catch up with you at the Cheesecake Factory. Bye, everyone. Music and mythology, Einstein and astrology, it all started with the Big Bang. It all started with the Big Bang. I think we're fitting in quite nicely. <laughs>
It'd help if you weren't drinking light beer. But what's so gothic about vodka and cranberry juice? Hello, it looks like blood. Did you even read the wiki how link I sent you on being goth? No, I'm behind on my wiki reading. I'm kind of on a John Grisham kick right now. 